Welcome to episode number 39 for October 25th, 2009 of Take Him With You. Hi, I'm Rick Moyer, and this week on Take Him With You, my new Stargazer CD is released, building my new computer, and more. So what do you complain about the most? Good question. Today is called Zombie Groanings. How can God help us to not complain? Yeah, it's going to be fun. I did an impromptu survey again on Facebook and Twitter. Got all sorts of comments on what people complain about the most. Let's explore what the Bible says about complaining and if it does any good or not. Hi, I'm Rick Moyer, and my brand new Stargazer project is coming out on CD and download on the 26th of October. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two, one, zero. Launch commence. Liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour. This 13-track album is a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Visit TakeHimWithYou.com slash Stargazer for more information on how to get your copy. And the CD is actually available now, so if you want a copy of it, you can actually go over and order one. Just go over to TakeHimWithYou.com slash Stargazer. Click on the Order Now button. It'll take you right to the page at CD Baby. You can order a C- actual physical CD, or you can download it MP3. And then real shortly here, it'll be on iTunes as well. So if that's what you want to wait for, you can do that too. But uh, you can pick it up right now. Of course, over at the website too, you can get some uh, alternate versions of the songs. There's uh, um, been working on a podcast that um, talks about the making of the CD and how I got the different sounds and what the inspiration behind it was and how the artwork and all that stuff happened. And it's kind of fun, so you'll have to check that out as well. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Hello there, my name is Med. And this is David Frost. You're not David Frost. All right, I mean, this is Mark. And we are the present... Mark? All right, get on with it. Okay. And we're the presenters of Waffle on Podcast. And we like to talk about... Crap. TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. Would you say it's crap? Some of it. Really? <laughs> Especially the British stuff. But we were having a podcast about that, so let's move up on that. Unbelievable. You can find us at the http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon.podbean.com. Do not smile when I say the word colon. I'm not. Oh, those guys are so much fun. I love listening to their program. Well, guess what? It's time for a little contest on Take Him With You. How would you like to win a Stargazer CD for your very own, sent free right to your house? Well, for your chance to win a free copy of the Stargazer CD, here's what you have to do. Visit TakeHimWithYou.com slash Stargazer. Find the date that the audio sound bites were made by the three astronauts that were orbiting the moon. I need the month, the day, and the year. Email that to Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Have your entries in by October 31st, 2009. I'll put all the names that get that correct in a hat. I'll have my wife or somebody pull it out, and you will win, if that's you, you'll win a free Stargazer CD sent direct to your home. You can visit 
the takehimwithyou.com slash stargazer homepage for more information or, or take a listen to the notes or take a look at the notes from this program at takehimwithyou.com. Win a free Stargazer CD right here from Take Him With You. Well, it's time once again to find out what's happening at Rick's house on Take Him With You. been quite a uh, exciting time around the Moyers house. This is our birthday weeks. My 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 birthday is on Monday the 26th, so you're probably listening to it about then. I don't know when you listen to this podcast, but uh, my wife is one week uh, and one year apart from me, so she's younger. Mm-hmm. And she celebrates her birthday on Tuesday the 2nd. Excuse me, Monday the 2nd. I better get this right, of November. And uh, anyway, so we kind of get all ready for the festivities and have a good time around our house on the on the birthdays and stuff. We've been so busy, we're not quite sure all the things that we're doing, but uh, it'll be fun. It'll be exciting. So that's kind of what's going on around our house. We always have a good time around birthdays. The other thing, uh, some ge- on the geeky side of things, I am just loving this brand new um, web series um, called Star Wars in the Shadows. I have a couple of friends, Meds and Jen. You hear them from the Anomaly podcast and from the Waffle On podcast that are actors, um, an actor and an actress in this actual series uh, by Creative Audioscapes. And you got to hear them. This is just fantastic stuff. Check out what it sounds like. So, where are we going next? That depends. Do you want to get back to playing Sabak or lay low for a while? Listen. You killed her. She told you she didn't know. Well, you'd better know something. You're next if you don't answer my questions. Where are the other rebels hiding aboard this ship? I told you. This is some sort of mistake. I'm not part of the rebellion. Please, I'm telling you the truth. Terminate him. No. Get these bodies to the incinerator. I think we've heard enough. Let's get out of here. The train is coming. don't have a choice. It's us or them. Shields are at 25%. Please. You go or he dies. You rebel scum. You'll regret this. Alright, I'm in the turret. It's like jumping back into the Star Wars saga. It's just fantastic stuff, and it's so fun to know some of the actors and actresses that are helping produce the or doing lines for the for the program. For more information, you can head on over to creativeaudioscape.com. Uh, it's creativeaudioscape.com. You'll find out all the information on when the next show is going to come out and so on. I guess this is a series of shows. Um, I played you a little bit from episode number two. But it's really good stuff, and if you like listening to like uh, radio programs, this stuff is so stereo and fun to listen to on headphones. Very well produced and put together, and just I'm such a geek. I just love it. New Star Wars stuff. How neat is that? So anyway, head on over there, and uh, if you get a chance, email the guy that's uh, putting it together and tell him how much you like it because it's really, really good. You can also find it on iTunes if you uh, search iTunes. For free, you can get it at the podcast. Uh, just type in Creative Audioscape or Star Wars in the Shadows, and uh, you'll you'll be able to find it. It'll be very, very cool. So, yeah. Okay, other geeky things going on in my life. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know if you've done this yet or not, but my friend from Australia, um, Stefan, 
is doing this really cool thing called The Martians Are Here. If you head on over to uh, www.themartiansarehere.com. I'm typing in to make sure that's the right place. Um, yeah, that's cool. When you Yeah, you've heard this before, but... Uh, I just like how it does that. He's got a cool website. Anyway, if you uh, look in here, he's got this really cool web series going on all about um, temporarily allow pop-ups. Yeah, you can go and you can read all about it. It's a really cool blog, really neat writing. The Martians are here. Check it out. It's very, very cool. Okay, uh, let's see. Other geeky things. I'm going to build a computer. Um, a couple of listeners, a uh, uh, husband and wife, uh, went and did something really cool for the podcast and for, for Amy and I, and they um, they sent us a brand new recording computer for Take Him With You. So I'm going to be building that this week. And by in a couple of weeks, I'll be recording on it. It's a much faster computer than what I have now. Hopefully, one of the prayers that I've had is that we can do a better job at... Uh, the quality of this program, and it looks like my prayers were answered because this is a mega machine, so we're putting it all together. should have a lot of room to record and do video for YouTube and all sorts of other things, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, and that will be very fun. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. I'll let you know what the progress is on building the computer. might even do a little. I know it's geeky, but I might actually record my friend and I putting the computer together so that you can hear kind of some of the ideas and things that you go through. Have you ever put a computer together? They're not as hard as they seem. There's some tricks to it, but uh, it's not as hard as it as it looks, and it's going to be really fun to put this all together and fire it up and start recording on a brand-new machine that goes much, much faster than the one I'm on. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. All the geeky things going on in my life. Uh, let me see. What else did I want to say? Oh, I wanted to say thank you to everybody that is helping to support the podcast. We certainly appreciate it. You know, if you buy one of the um, Stargazer CDs, that really helps us out uh, and goes to supporting the Moyer household. If you uh, send in a donation for the newsletter, you can always sign up for our newsletter, the Weekly Encouragement. We send that out every Monday. Amy and I write a fresh article every single week and send it out to you and let you know what's going on and try to encourage you. And uh, we take that for $20 or more a month is gets you that um, that cool weekly newsletter. And we'd sure appreciate it if you uh, subscribe to that. If you don't have the money, that's okay, too. Just sign up for it, and we'll send it to you anyway because we just want you to be encouraged. But, you know, if everybody who listened to the program, and we've had a number of more listeners now, if everybody sent in 20 or 30 bucks a month, we would be able to, to bring you better quality programs, uh, more content, lots of different things, uh, because we are trying to pay the bills with it. And, you know, Amy works full-time doing a data entry job, but we would really think it'd be cool if everybody sent in a little bit, we could have more than enough to pay the bills. We're not looking to get rich. I'm not trying to be a superstar. I just want to encourage people. I believe that's what I'm supposed to do and um, can't do it by myself. I, I need your help. So if you can, uh, head on over to the Take Him With You website, click on Donate Now or subscribe to the newsletter or email me, Rick, at Take Him With You, and ask. Uh, we have some needs that we're looking for. Like uh, right now I'm looking to upgrade and get the Master Suite, Adobe Suite uh, Master Collection CS4, I believe it is. And not just Photoshop, but I, I need to get the um, the video stuff too. So we're looking uh, for that. But that's an extra expense. You know, I, I think I can get it for my friend Jeff's been looking for it with me. And we think we could probably get it for around four to $600. But that's extra. You know, it's not something I have sitting around. So. Maybe you have the software and, and you're not using it and you want to donate it to us, that'd be cool. Or if you want to help us buy that, that'd be fine too. So whatever you want to do. I don't want to get all begging and being all weird. I, I, you know, but it just takes money to run the, run the household and do the podcast and all that jazz, and we can't do it on our own. So we're just asking for help. Okay, enough of that. I'll be back in just a moment. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. 
Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Trex in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. After listening to Take Him With You, why don't you tune in to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. Also, we'll be updating you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2. As well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! And it's time once again for Words of Wisdom on Taken With You. Today we're going to be in Proverbs from the Old Testament, Chapter 21, from the Message Bible, and here's what it has to say. Good leadership is a channel of water controlled by God. He directs it to whatever ends he chooses. We justify our actions by appearances. God examines our motives. Clean living before God and justice with our neighbors mean far more to God than religious performance. Arrogance and pride, distinguishing marks in the wicked, are just plain sin. Careful planning puts you ahead in the long run. Hurry and scurry puts you further behind. Make it to the top by lying and cheating. Get paid with smoke and promotion to death. The wicked get buried alive by their loot because they refuse to use it to help others. Mixed motives twist life into tangles. Pure motives take you straight down the road. Better to live alone in a tumble-down shack than to share a mansion with a nagging spouse. Wicked souls love to make trouble. They feel nothing for friends and neighbors. Simpletons only learn the hard way, but the wise learn by listening. A God-loyal person will see right through the wicked and undo the evil that, that they plan. If you stop your ears to the cries of the poor, your cries will go unheard, unanswered. A quietly given gift soothes an irritable person. A heartfelt present cools a hot temper. Good people celebrate when justice triumphs, but for the workers of evil, it's a bad day. Whoever wanders off the straight and narrow ends up in a congregation of ghosts. You're addicted to thrills? What an empty life. The pursuit of pleasure is never satisfied. What a bad... When a bad person plots against the good boomerangs the plotter gets it in the end better to live in a tent in the wild than with a cross and petulant spouse valuables are safe in a wise person's home fools put it all out for yard sales whoever goes hunting for what is right and kind finds life itself glorious life One sage entered a whole city of armed soldiers. Their trusted defenses fell to pieces. Watch your words and hold your tongue. You'll save yourself a lot of grief. You know their names. Brash, impudent, blasphemer, intemperate hotheads, everyone. Lazy people finally die of hunger because they won't get up and go to work. Sinners are always wanting what they don't have. The God-loyal are always giving what they do have. Religious performance by the wicked stinks. It's even worse when they use it to get ahead. A lying witness is unconvincing. A person who speaks truth is respected. Unscrupulous people fake it a lot. Honest people are sure of their steps. Nothing clever, nothing conceived, nothing contrived can get the better of God. Do your best. Prepare for the worst. Then trust God to bring victory. There you go. Those are words of wisdom from the Bible, the Old Testament, in Proverbs chapter 21 on Taking With You. Good evening, everybody. When you aren't listening to Taking With You with the multi-talented Mr. Moyer, then I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times. 
If you have an iPod Touch or an iPhone, and if you love your applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive, so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y-T-I-M-E-S. So come and share the Appy Times with me. Thank you. I'm a television junkie. And the real world stumps me. I got a lot of problems. Why don't somebody solve them? Hello, this is. No, I was going to say this is Angela. <laughs> that wouldn't. That work. would be appropriate. No, because I'm not Angela. <laughs> and I'm not Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. No, you-, you would in fact be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick. Oh, let's do that. Okay. 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 Uh, go go ahead. Okay. You do it first. Hi, this is Jen. No, no. Just say hello. This is not Jen. And no, this is not Angela. And I say, this is not Jen. Okay. And then you say, you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. Okay. But when you're done listening to... Yeah, fill in the blank. That works. It's like magic. It is. magic. It's funny. Okay. Let's go with it. Okay. Okay. So then I, should I go first then, since I'm not Jen? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, I'm not Jen. And I'm not Angela. And you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. You would, in fact, be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick. Rick! (laughs) When you're done, please come listen to the Anomaly Podcast at (laughs) anomalypodcast.com. It was like the best accidental promo ever! I know, it's what we're good at. Time once again for Food for Thought on Take Him With You. topic of killing the zombies in our lives. This is part four called Zombie Groanings. Um, What good does it do to complain? And of course, uh, as you know, zombies have a tendency to moan and complain a lot and just kind of wander aimlessly. And I'm just kind of using that theme, obviously. But in our own practical way of our lives, what do you complain about the most? I mean, what are the things that you complain about? I know for me, the older I get, I complain about how I feel, and and sometimes I complain about politics, and other times I complain about how this person treated me or that that person or whatever. And I just realized that uh, I could live my life full of complaints. It's not so hard to do. In fact, more people than than not will complain more than they'll compliment. And one of the things I feel like I'm supposed to do in my life is to encourage people and not to complain as much. But that's not always easy to do, is it? No. So I asked on my phone, I I texted to um, Twitter and Facebook, and I asked, what do you complain about the most? Well, on my my Twitter friends, um, uh, BillyBob476 said money. (laughs) And uh, one of my friends, um, Orpheus, is it Orpheus Zero? Yeah, okay. And he said, the Bible Belt and its Christians, it gets tough. And now this guy is a believer, but interesting that he would say that. Um, how about this one from um, Spaltar? Uh, she says, uh, work stuff, customers, hours, lack of sleep, being here in general, but I'm trying to be better about it. Um, Casey Geek Chick says uh, she complains about money a lot. That and school can be overwhelming. That's for sure. 
but things can get kind of crazy sometimes with that. Let's see, what else did I get? I got another um, one from uh, Savril said work. <laughs> Complains about work. Um, let's see, H- Hawkeye Med says managers at work. <laughs> Hope none of them are listening, huh? Um, let me see, what else? Um, on my Twitter, I got a lot of response on Twitter this time. Um, Trekkie Geek says, I probably complain about other people more than anything else. Sad to admit it. But in my view, most of humanity sucks. Sorry. Um, let's see. Another person says, um, Kristen Thinks says, great question. The weather. That's what she complains about the most. So, uh, yeah, lots of lots of different responses there. Now, if we go over to my Facebook, we had a lot of a lot of great uh, responses on what do people complain about. Um, Sherry says, pain, but I push through it and I stay active. Alan says, people who ask impromptu questions on Facebook. Just kidding. Love you, bro. Thanks, Alan. That was nice. Let's see. Ricky says, cleaning. Uh, Mark says, construction. Brad says, things not going according to my plans. (laughs) That's a true one, isn't it? I complain about that. Uh, Let's see. Lisa says, poor drivers. Yeah, that's true. Brandon says, poor drivers, uh, affirmative action, etc. Okay. Uh, Steve says, other people. Lindsay says, having uh, so many bills to pay but not having a steady job. Yeah. Harry says, all the idiots in D.C. <laughs> I got a kick out of that one. Uh, what do you complain about? Jerry says, lack of time and all that I have to do. Uh, Rebecca says, homework, tests, papers, anything involving school. Josh says, how tired I am. Lots of laughs. Uh, Beth says, these um, these days, if I start to complain, I remember the wilderness. Then I get on my knees. Long story. Uh, Pauletta says, Washington State. I know. Crazy, huh? <laughs> so that's what uh, different people complain about the most. What do you find yourself complaining about the most? You know, sometimes that really reveals where our heart is at and what's really going on in our life. And it's it's easy to complain about things. I know for a fact because I do it. Um, when things aren't going our way or all those different things are totally things that, that I have complained about before. Money and time and other people and the way people drive and, and uh, you know, getting projects done, work, blah, blah, blah. That, lots of stuff that I complain about on a regular basis. Now, the question is, though, what good does it do to complain? What Studies have shown, this is really interesting, studies have shown that the more complaining we do, it's a form of worry. We're really actually trying to talk out things. And, you know, I, I, I really think it's interesting that uh, we live in a society where a lot of people are against counseling. Now, why would someone be against counseling? Well, maybe they don't think that they are messed up and so they don't need counseling. Or maybe their pride is involved. What if somebody knew you were going to counseling? Um, you know what I believe? I believe counseling is really good for us. Now, I didn't believe that before I went. But I actually went to counseling. I still go to counseling from time to time. I check in with my counselor and talk um, with her and and uh, I'm able to talk through some different things. But you, you know, there's a difference between complaining and getting things out. Everybody needs to vent. Everybody needs to be able to talk things out. It's what you do with it, though, and if you continually bring it up is when it really can get you. See, it's, it's human nature, and it's normal for us to complain. But what we need to do is try to get a different perspective on things, because if we live in the complaining... That's when we get in trouble. And I've noticed that, that I can go through weeks where I'm doing just fine. And it's the weeks that I have a positive outlook on things and I'm doing specific things to keep myself from from looking at things in a negative aspect. It's that old thing they call, you know, the glass half full or the glass half empty. I mean, you can pour a glass of water or or you can pour a cup of coffee halfway and you can look at that and, and some people will say, well, that glass or that cup is half full. And those are the type of people that that look at the positive bright side, you know, that life is going to go on and they're going to be OK and everything's going to be all right. Then there are other folks that look at that same exact glass and say, well, that's half empty. And we all know different personalities have different ways of expressing themselves. And sometimes um, some people can have more of a negative aspect on life than others. You have, you have your pessimists and you have your optimists. There's nothing wrong with either of them. However, 
I have to say that prolonged negativity can really mess somebody up. I know it does me. I I have been in situations where I've gone through some rough stuff. I didn't cause, you know, sometimes I cause the things that I that I get upset about. But I went through several circumstances that I did not cause. It wasn't my fault. And I became very negative through these things. And I had to have somebody to, to talk it through. Now, if you're talking through a problem and you're complaining, but, you are, but you're only doing it to get to the other side to talk it out, that's really not the same as living a life of complaining. If you're always talking, I mean, you, you can get around people and some people always talk about how they don't have any money. And pretty pretty soon you don't want to hear about it. Have you ever been with somebody like that, or you have somebody at work or, or in the family that you're like, oh no, here they come. All they're going to do is talk about how they don't have this and they don't have that. The, that is really tough to be around somebody like that. But you know what? We do those things too. So take a look at our own lives. I think we should look at them and say, now what do we talk about the most? What do we complain about the most? And when we start talking about that, maybe we can realize that there might be some areas that we could work on. I'll never forget laughing my back end off. Uh, years and years ago on Saturday Night Live, they had a sketch called Doug and, Win- Doug and Wendy Weiner. And everywhere they went, these two characters whined and complained, and nobody wanted to be around them. It was hysterical because we could see ourselves and others in them. Of course, l- later on in Saturday Night Live, they had Debbie Downer. And Debbie Downer was always talking about the latest disease that was out and how somebody messed her over or how this bad thing was happening or what. And he's like, wah, 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 wah. You know, she'd make a comment and then that would happen after it. And she's just very negative. And we all know people like that. And we can be like that at times too. Well, the question is what good does that do? Well, unless we're working through it with a counselor, you know, I think we need to re-examine why we complain, because it really doesn't help us. Complaining really doesn't help. Now, I looked up some cool Bible verses on this that I thought were interesting. The first one is in Philippians chapter 2. That's in the New Testament. Here's what it says. It says, do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Now, that is a fascinating subject. And take a drink of my Diet Pepsi. Sorry about that. I think that's a fascinating statement in the Scripture. Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Now, I've noticed that the more we complain, the more we're criticized, and I think that just goes along with life. Then it says, Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in the world, full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life. Then, on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. But I will rejoice even if I lose my life pouring it out like a liquid offering to God, just like your faithful service is an offering to God. And I want you all to share that joy. Yes, you should rejoice, and I will share your joy. So this is a very interesting passage of Scripture. Because I don't know anybody that does everything without complaining. Every one of us, at one time or another, complains. But I, th- I find it interesting that the Bible says that the reason we should do things without complaining and arguing is so that no one can criticize us. That we're supposed to live clean lives. Now, living a clean life, what does that mean? Does that mean you take a shower all the time? No, I don't think it's referring to that specifically. I think it's talking about living our lives to not do harm to others, and to to live a a clean life is very very important. And living a clean life could be a lot of different areas, but obviously, in some aspects, the scripture is saying that one of the ways to live a clean life is to quit complaining and arguing. Nobody likes to be around a complaining person or someone that argues with them all the time. Isn't that true? Do you like to be around somebody who always argues with you or always complains? No. So it's really important that we kind of meter and and look at our own lives and put a little meter on there and say, are we complaining a lot? Are we arguing a lot? If so, you know what that really is? It's a symptom of an unresolved need in our life. There's something going on inside of us that isn't being fulfilled. So what we really need to do is we need to go to God and we need to pray for help. And then if we need to, we can go to a counselor you know, I, I again, I'm just going to say it. Counseling is not a bad thing. It doesn't mean you're whacked out and crazy. 
Counseling is a great thing. You know, I have, I have got some great victories in my life as a result of talking through some situations with someone who has some tools to give me to be able to get on the other side of things without being messed up, really getting my head on straight. Those are important things to have in, in our lives, you know. And, and I think it's important that we, we think about how much are we complaining? What's the root cause of our complaints? Did you know that a lot of times complaining and worrying are very similar? They're cousins, and they're very close to one another. Because the more we worry, it comes out of our mouth as a complaint. And Jesus said something really interesting in Matthew chapter 6. He says, That's why I tell you not to worry about your everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns. For your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And here's the deal. When, when we worry and when we complain, it doesn't add a single day to our life. In fact, it makes us stressed. And stress actually shortens our life. I think it's really interesting what Jesus was saying. He was saying, listen... You need to rely on your Heavenly Father to take care of you. So if the root of our complaining is there's certain things in our life that we're complaining about, number one, we should go to God and we should ask Him for help. God, help me with this situation because, like, for instance, I don't have enough money to pay my bills. Lord, I need help here. Then second, we should be willing to do something about it in our own lives. We shouldn't just sit back and think that it's going to fall out of heaven or, you know, all of a sudden everything's going to just come to us. We need to put in some effort as well. And if you can change things, then change things. If you can't, then you need to ask for the grace and the patience to work through it. There's a wonderful prayer called the Serenity Prayer. Have you heard of it? Um, I, I have done uh, a lot of work in the 12-step programs. And uh, let me just read for you. Let me find the, the Serenity Prayer for you. And I want to read it to you because... I think it is really, really good. And it's a really good, um, how do you call it? Um, it's, a, it's a good guideline for us to, to, to hang our hat on because there are things in life that we can't change. Here's the serenity prayer. It says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Now, this one goes on. This is really good. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as a pathway to peace, taking, as he did, the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. There's a great proverb that goes along with that, and it's in uh, Proverbs chapter 3, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. So you see, being negative and complaining isn't going to help our lives. And I'm, look at, I'm preaching right to me as well as to you. Um, I have noticed that my quality of life goes up when I look at things from a different perspective. When I When I start to look at things from the perspective of, you know, it's going to be okay. I'm going to be all right. We're going to make it. You know, when I start looking at life that way, it changes everything. And I think it's really easy to look at negative things in our life and start complaining when that isn't necessarily um, the path that's going to bring us peace. Sometimes we need to take the bull by the horns and say, you know, I'm tired of complaining about this. I'm going to do something about it. Now, there are things that, that are out of our control and we can't do anything about them. And that's when we just have to trust that God can take care of it. You know, you don't always have to stay in the same place. I'll never forget this. Um, one situation I had years ago, I was in a job that I, I enjoyed part of it, but I didn't enjoy most of it. And I was stuck in a room all by myself and I was... I was um, working with machinery, and I listened to the radio, but I didn't have any people interaction a whole lot, and it was really hard for me. And I started to complain about it to a friend of mine, and uh, he gave me some of the best advice ever. It was a, a pastor of mine 
that uh, one day I was complaining to him about my job and how I was miserable. And, and he looked at me and said, well, Rick, uh, why don't you get a different job? And I, I looked at him and said, what do you mean, get a different job? What? And he said, look, it, if you can't do anything about it, there's no way you can get out of what you're doing. And you're miserable. Look it. You're a free person. Why not look for a different job? Well, now I know that sounds really basic and really simple. But here I was complaining about something that I couldn't change. I didn't have the power to change my situation. I mean, I couldn't change the work situation. But I certainly had the power to change my situation. And that brought so much freedom to me. I'll never forget that. I remember going home and telling Amy that and saying, Amy, you know what uh, Pastor said to me today, and we started talking about it, and I, there was something that rose up on the inside of me, and I think it was courage. I think it was, a, it was courage to look for something better for my life. And so I did. I started looking around, and I actually found a new job. I quit the old job. Went to work for the new folks, and it was the best move I had ever made. It was scary. I felt like I was nuts for doing it at the time. But um, you know what it did? Uh, really interesting. It got me into computers. It got me into doing web pages. It got me into um, meeting with business people and, and uh, reaching out to a whole community of people that I had not spent any time with before. It changed my perspective on everything. And, and these folks were the best bosses I ever had. They taught me so much about loving and respecting their employees and, and working with people. I'm telling you what, it would have never happened, though, if I wasn't willing to change. And now we've talked about change before on this program, but I'm telling you what, it didn't do any good for me to complain other than the first time I complained, somebody corrected me and said, you know what, you have a chance to change your situation. And you, if you can't do anything about it, then come on, start looking around. Don't live your life, the rest of your life, complaining. And you know what? That's true. The quality of life when we complain all the time is not cool. It is not good. It's draining. It's physically exhausting. It gives there's tension and stress. Look at God doesn't want you to live your life like that. He doesn't want me to live my life like that. God wants us to have a great life where we're we're doing what we're called to do and we're fulfilled in it. Now that doesn't mean that there are things that you have to do from time to time that you don't like. I remember my kids saying, I don't really want to do that. And I said, you know what? There are things in my job I don't like to do either. You know, even working for myself now, even having the business, uh, Moyer Multimedia LLC, and doing the podcast and stuff, even though I, you know, I love doing what I'm doing, there are aspects of the job that I don't like to do, but I have to do them. That's called life. There are always going to be some things in life that we have to do. But you know what? Attitude means everything. And if we can change our attitude to look at the glass half full, then some of the things that we don't like to do will let the, it lessens the impact of it because our attitude is everything. You know, you can wash the dishes with a, with your face or with your teeth grit, you know, gritted and, and you're mad and, and upset and it can be a miserable experience. Or you can put on a good podcast like Take Him With You or Treks in Sci-Fi or, or the Anomaly podcast, or something like that, and you can put your earphones on and wash the dishes and, and smile and laugh and enjoy it. See, it's the same job, but it's it's done differently with a different attitude. And I think a lot of us need to really reevaluate. What do we find ourselves complaining about the most, and how can we look at it as a challenge? I know some for some people, if you're doing school and stuff, sometimes it can be really hard because there's projects you don't want to do. There's assignments that are like, oh, this is awful. I don't want to do this assignment or whatever. But you know, you can change that perspective by saying, you know what? I only have a few months in this or a few years doing this, and then I will achieve a degree. Or then I'll get, I'll graduate, or I'll get this, or I'll get that. See, sometimes it helps to stop the complaining when you look down the road at the future and you realize the results you're going to get. And if we can do it in a positive way, then it's a much easier road to get to that result. Or we can complain the whole time and make it miserable, and a lot of times people will drop out then, or they won't do their best work, or they won't learn anything. You know, when we complain, we're not listening to God, and we're not learning anything. Gosh, that I'm pointing fingers at me. That's happened to me so many times. When I'm in a situation and I'm complaining about this and that, I'm not listening for what God is trying to show me through it. I'm just upset with my, I'm upset with my circumstance, and I don't want to hear anybody. I just want out of it. 
And you know what? I don't learn anything, and I don't move forward when I do that. Boy, I'm talking. I'm rev- revealing myself to you. <laughs> yeah, I can be. I can be a real jerk sometimes. Ask my wife; she knows. And when I get in, and it's it's interesting how isn't it interesting how some days are better than others. There's some days when it seems like I just want to complain all day, and other days when I really have some courage. A lot of the times, it's because I haven't surrendered my will to God that day and just said, God. I can't handle this on my own. I'm not I'm not so great at what I think I, I am. And God, I need your help. That changes my perspective many, many times. And if you're looking for a blessing, you'll find it. If you're looking for a problem, you'll find it too. It's a matter of what you're looking for. Well, I don't know if you're getting anything out of this, but I am. <laughs> I think... Complaining can really mess up our lives, and I think all of us should take a moment this week and start to think about why we complain and uh, what is the basis of it. And you know, maybe it's it's be good for us to to look at the core fears that we have or the core things that make us complain. And if we can do something about it, let's do something. I know we. I mean, every one of us can. We can change our perspective, and we might not be able to change our circumstance, but we can certainly change. Our perspective. So why not? Why not? Good question, huh? I mean, we can complain and be sad and depressed, or we can talk it out and go move forward. There's nothing wrong with expressing your feelings. That's very, very important not to stuff it inside. But it's what we do with our complaints that really does something to us. So it's okay. You know what? God is fine with us complaining to him. Did you know that? That God is okay with us complaining to him. In fact, it even says in the Bible to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us. You know, he's not surprised by what you're angry about. Not at all. He already knows. And I think sometimes it's it's pleasing to him for us to talk it out with him. Sometimes we need to express ourselves to God, to a counselor, to a friend. But then the trick is not to stay mired in it. The trick is to find some solution and go forward and change our perspective. And nobody can do that for us other than ourselves. We have to have an attitude of, I I can get through this. And, I mean, there's people that can help us through, but we ourselves have to make the choice to live a life of thanks or a life of grumbling. That's our choice. I want to do something really cool. Um, next month is November, and I'm going to do a whole month called A Tank Full of Thankful. And I'm asking you to send in emails and audio comments and anything else you want to send in about why you're thankful. I think that during the month of November, if we were to start writing down all the blessings in our life and writing down all the things that we're thankful for, I have a feeling that our attitude would change because that's a big key to not complaining is to count our blessings. Now, that sounds really easy. and the sound I mean, it sounds really basic, but it's very, very true. If we would stop and count all the good things that are going on in our life, the bad things then take a second place. It's always good to concentrate on the good things that are going on in our life rather than the bad. So I'm going to do that. So email me for the the upcoming month here. Start emailing me things that you're thankful about to rick at takehimwithyou.com. And if you have a way to record, record some things that you're thankful for and send them in on MP3 to me. That's rick at takehimwithyou.com. Well, I hope that I've helped you and encouraged you today to let you know that complaining, number one, is normal. Two, we need to take it to God. Three, we probably need to talk to a friend or a counselor and and get some things straight if we are living in complaining. And, And four, we have the ability to rise out of that complaining and go forward and make a difference in our life. I want to play for you a song by a band called King's X. I'm not sure if you know them, um, but this song, I don't know why. I read the lyrics to it, and it's kind of on the same lines as I'm talking about, but it's called A Box. And I was thinking about how sometimes when we complain, we get ourselves into this little box, and and it kind of gets us into the corner, and it's hard to get out again. And I thought that this song just, I don't know, there's something about the song that really helps me. So I want to play it for you. King's X is the name of the band, and the, and the song is called A Box. I'll be back to pray for you and tell you about next week in just a moment.
been listening to King's X, and the song is called A Box. Pretty, um, pretty interesting song, and, you know, I was thinking about complaining and how it really can force us into a box, and there's, there's just no room inside a box, is there? And I think that God has created us to be free and to be open and to soar and to enjoy life, not just to be selfish, but to help others and to, to make a difference in this life. And complaining really can suck the life out of us, can it? Can I pray for you? I'd love to do that. Let me just pray right now. Father, I thank you for every single person listening. And, and God, I pray that we would be people that could quit complaining and start rejoicing in what you're doing in our hearts and in our lives. I know that's, I don't know, maybe it's naive or maybe it's just simplistic, but but God, you know our hearts and you know the core of who we are and you know the, the issues causing our complaints. So would you help us? We just come to you and ask for your grace and your help just like you want us to, God. We, we don't want to argue and complain and we don't want to live a life of worry and, and anxiety, but Lord, we, we want peace and we want to um, live a positive life. So God, help us. And and then God, would you calm our fears about talking to someone and and maybe risking um, taking some counseling or whatever whatever you want for us, God. Maybe there's a good friend or something that we can talk to. But give us the courage to be able to do that. And then above all, Lord, let us um, or help us see things from a different perspective because we really need to see things from the way you see things you see things from such a better perspective than we do and that would be awesome if you could show us a little bit more of what you see that would be great so thank you lord for all that you do for us and thanks for helping us to be grateful people in jesus name amen okay there you go um just wanted to uh, make sure that um you know we're we're cruising along with god it's a good thing it's a good thing I hope you've been enjoying or did enjoy this entire series of killing the zombies in our lives. Uh, it was fun to do. It was it was great to talk about this concept. We really were created to do more than just exist. Life means so much more. And I'm so grateful that you listen to the podcast. And I hope it's helping you. I hope it's encouraging you. If it has, if it does, would you please write to me? I would love to hear some comments to Rick at takehimwithyou.com is my email address. It's rick at takehimwithyou.com. And you can always visit our website. I, I do, you know, I do all these notes and stuff. I don't know if anybody reads them because nobody ever nobody ever tells me if they do. So um, take a look at the notes at takehimwithyou.com. I've got a blog there, and you can look just look at all the notes and stuff. And, of course, there's a listen now thing. You can tell your friends and family about the podcast. They can just click right there and listen on their computer speakers. I've got every one of the programs all the midweek boosters, everything up there, and some special stuff that they can listen to right there on the webpage. And, of course, you can get it on iTunes and all that other jazz, too. But we would really love some feedback. It really helps us to get a good perspective and not complain. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, the other thing, too, is uh, don't forget to get your copy of Stargazer, the CD that we just put out. And I hope you really enjoyed that. You can go over to takehimwithyou.com slash stargazer and you can click on the link there and order your cd today or or download it in mp3 form it should be on itunes soon and i hope that all works out well and i hope everybody enjoys the cd it's definitely um, really cool and fun to listen to well next week we're going to start a brand new series called a tank full of thankful for the entire month of november we're going to talk about our attitude and what it means to be thankful. We're going to explore lots of different options on this, um, share some stories, and uh, I hope that you would share some things, too, about what it, what you're thankful for. So f- send me some emails on why you're thankful and what you're thankful for, and also maybe some audio comments. That would be really, really cool. And I will play them, and I will read them right here on Take Him With You. I think that would be really fun to hear from everybody's perspective on why they're thankful. We'll explore what the Bible has to say about it. I'll share some personal stories and uh, hopefully encourage you during the month of November uh, that to kind of launch us into 2010 as thankful people that have a lot to be uh, thankful for and be blessed by. So that's what's going to happen coming up next month. So join me for that. A tank full of thankful right here on Taking With You. Thanks for joining me. I hope to see you next week. Take Him With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. 
All rights reserved. Copyright 2009. Hi, I'm Rick Moyer, and my brand new Stargazer project is coming out on CD and download on the 26th of October. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two, one, zero. Launch commit. Liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour. This 13-track album is a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Visit TakeHimWithYou.com slash Stargazer for more information on how to get your copy. <laughs> 